It's weak. There we go. <clears throat> Thursday, September 10th, 2020. I'm tired, man. It's friggin' uh, rainy uh, 70 degrees here. Speeding down to the office to start my morning lecture. One, two, three, A to the stanky P. Choosing this location to uh, finish my last, uh, last of my week's content, recovering the cellular level of organization, the contents of the cell. Heading down there because I gotta work today as well. I got some patients right after my lecture around 9.30. I got a little bit of a break after that and then I gotta head home for lunch real quick and back in for the evening. Pretty busy day. Not terrible, but uh, definitely steady. Have got uh, a full boat in terms of my staff Okay, I got uh, two part-timers, basically, the best that I've ever had, Emily and Angie, back on the roster, just, uh, Angie just returned yesterday, she's wonderful, she's a good friend, good person, outstanding uh, worker, just outstanding, and she's going to be an acupuncturist very soon, and a doctor of acupuncture at that. So I'm proud of her hard work. I'm appreciative that uh, we got a mutual benefit in her coming into the office and coming back. We had to close during that pandemic for about a month to three in terms of the normal schedule. And now things are busy again. So I absolutely need some help. And yesterday, despite being a extremely busy day, with the help of these two friends... We got through it, no problem. It was the smoothest Wednesday I've had in a long time. Just because if I'm doing all the other stuff, the clerical things and answering phones and all that, then obviously I've got double the work to do. My focus just can't be on patient care, right? Sipping on some water there. friend of mine dropped off some uh, these little drink mixes hydration packs yesterday you stick in your water <clears throat> they're always tasty wasty so hopefully that gives me a little bo- little boost for this morning enough about this stuff okay um, it's already Thursday how the hell did that happen that's good I did have a good day yesterday. I was able to help a bunch of folks. Love my work. Love helping people, right? What's better than that? So, here I go again. Something that uh, we've been watching over the past week has been this show on Net- on uh, Amazon called the 
know, most difficult race or the hardest race in the world or something. It's the Eco Challenge. Yes? So what the Eco Challenge is, is they bring you to, it's an adventure race. They take you to a challenging locale. Typically, it's a tropical locale. So you've got some, um, you know, listen, sounds great, but when you're humping a pack and riding bikes and staggering up muddy hills, the climate doesn't really seem very tropical and relaxing, I guess, as evidenced by watching the show. The Eco Challenge involves a um, multitude of of uh, challenges, so we're talking about, they're in Fiji, and they're climbing up hillsides, they're walking and wading and swimming through 50-something degree, very cold, creeks, where they're slipping on fucking rocks, and they're swimming some of it, and they're getting hypothermia, and they got this one segment where they got a mountain bike, but they it's so muddy that the earth is like peanut butter, and so with each successive team of four that traverse this, they basically got to push their bikes up this hill, so that's with packs and it sucks, man. You ever do that? You ever push your bike up a hill, like in the, your neighborhood, that too tired to ride or whatever, so you got to push your bike? Now now imagine that your wheels are, are slipping and sliding and barely even turn, and you're not even riding your bike. You're just next to it pushing. So it's not fun, man. But they do it. You know, they knew what they're getting into. Uh, some other shit. They they do out like outrigger canoes, like race starts, they jump in a river in an outrigger canoe and they paddle down the river out into the ocean and I think it's like a fifty kilometer paddle. They gotta go to some island. And then they begin the next leg. They have checkpoints along the way. They've got camps where you, after you finish a leg of the late of the uh, the race, you've you got to beat the clock. You know, so you have to make it there in a certain time, or they cut you out of the competition. Just because it would be impossible and unreasonable to try to finish can't finish in a certain period of time, you're basically going to die out there, you know, so they're freaking paddling, and they're pumping up freaking portable stand-up paddle boards, and they're swimming, and hiking, and biking, and running, and climbing, and anything to push the human body, anything to traverse this very challenging terrain and to work together towards a common goal of winning this race. So you got a bunch of teams out there. This New Zealand team, you know, New Zealand, they call them the Kiwis. I don't know what the root of that is. I've heard it before. I think it's because there's a bird. I don't know why they call New Zealanders Kiwis. Anyway, they were like the incumbents, so they 
have won these competitions. They're very uh, well trained. They're very well organized. Their metal, their grit, is fucking unquestioned, man. Just unbelievable grit that these people have. Tremendous. And so they're leading the way, and there's camera crews apparently with each of these groups tracking their progress. Some of them are, the groups are, there's always, uh, got to be at least woman on a, one woman on a team. In many cases there are two, and in some cases there are all women. Uh, there's one team that just, they're called Team Onyx, they're just, they're all black, and they are, there's also, they're championing uh, LBTQ, you know gay rights and such so there's a military team former uh, you know wounded warrior team there are a bunch of real competitive uh, teams that are like the, the Kiwis have been doing this forever and so everyone wants to beat them <clears throat> there's an old dog team they call them the stray dogs and so these are men and women in their 60s, uh, 68, shit like that, and they're out there doing all this stuff, <clears throat> just, you know, alongside people in their 20s and 30s, there's a young boy, there's a kid who's a teenager that grew up, his father would always do these races, there's a family <clears throat> the daughters are you know, probably in their 30s, 20s, or 30s, and they watch their father doing these races all their life, so they wanted to do it together, and they seem like they're best friends, man. They just enjoy their time together, and so that's heartwarming. Finally, there's a guy named, they call him Mace. I forget his first name. He goes by Mace. he got a real toothy grin like a Gary Busey or something. And Mace has Alzheimer's. So he is like a legend in the sport. Been doing it forever. And now he's starting to lose his faculties. And his son and others rally around him and help him through these challenges. So he really, you know, he might forget your name. He, he, he's, he's losing his cognition. So they got to help him every step of the way, and sometimes he can he can go back and forth from looking like he's half dead, and they should take him out of the race immediately, to you know hopping over rocks and riding mountain bikes and all that stuff. You know, then next thing you know, towards the the end or towards the end of their journey, he's bending forward, his back is killing him, and you're just thinking about the the. Uh, the journey ahead. Oh, look at that red-tailed hawk. Um, some of the teams that they feature that were ahead of this particular squad with Mace. You know, you're looking at the things that they're doing. That swim, walk, scramble through that river or creek. All these fucking slippery boulders and stuff thinking, oh God, Mace is never going to make it through that. So I'll tell you, they did an outstanding job 
Uh, Bear Grylls is like the executive producer, so he's around, and race directors galore, and safety and helicopters, they really seem like they had their act together. Um, but they do a great job painting the picture, you know, illustrating what, what it means to be an eco-challenger and to be up for this race, to be able to perform and compete and just live, you know, and, and this sort of stuff speaks to me, like, I've done a shitload of mud runs in my day and races and stuff, I mean, I never got to do the Marine Corps Marathon because Hurricane Sandy came in and I was in the middle of a move, but maybe someday I will, but I think of some of the things that I've done, uh, warrior dashes and tough mutters and all that, and how you feel during different lengths of this race, you know, being a bigger guy, I remember, you know, your feet are fucking numb, and they hurt, and you get banged up going over a wall, or jumping in a lake or whatever, like, all of these elements of the Amazing Race or, uh, this eco-challenge were there. Now, they were lesser. They weren't, you know, we're talking about maybe the Pocono Mountains versus Fiji. <clears throat> and so, obviously, some of the challenges are, are more significant. They, they're on bikes. They're, the logistics of this race are just incredible. Impressive that they could pull it off, but... The family's been sitting there watching it and really enjoying it. We've gotten to know the different teams, and I have a tremendous respect for anybody who would do stuff like this. You know, they talk about um, teamwork you know, and their, their moments where they're struggling and the camera's on them. They're talking about teamwork and family and um, how doing things like this, experiencing parts of life and parts of nature and challenging yourself, uh, navigating around you know, terrain like this, trying to, you know, push yourself, it's, it's a, it's a metaphor for life, right, life is a race, a race to get in as much as we possibly can, <clears throat> we're all going to die in the end, you know, we're all going to suffer at some point, hopefully not too much, and we're all going to die, so what do we do between then and now? What do we do today to challenge ourselves? To, you know, kind of put some points on the board. For the good guys. What can we do? So a lot of people, you know, come from my my Dr. Drill days, right? We would challenge ourselves and we would do all kinds of crazy things, do these mud runs, you know, run through town, do kettlebell lifts, sweat, and do tugs of tug of war and martial arts. And we did all these things kind of just, just to be badass, just to use our body and exercise in various ways and get in shape and feel like we can overcome 
and we did a lot of that. You know, so I'm very familiar with this. I'm very familiar with this sort of mindset from my Marine Corps days. I, I understand what it means to be very hot, dangerously hot. Dangerously cold, uncomfortable, sweaty, abrased, tired, angry at uh, you know your team, angry at yourself, down on your luck, or on top of the mountain, on top of the the obstacle, breaching obstacles, rising above. I've done all this stuff. We all have in our own way. So this is some good television, I'll tell you that. It was one of the first things in a long time. I, I love shit like this. Um, I mentioned a while back we watched a show called Alone, where they drop you off on like it was this this particular episode was uh, on the West Coast, um, Vancouver Island. So I guess that, is that Canada, or is that... I, I always get confused there. Anyway, it, it looked like it sucked. They drop you off... <clears throat> ...on the island, and you have to make camp and find food and find water and survive as long as you can. And most of the, what sends people away is, you know, unless they get hurt uh, or they just they can't manage to survive. Most of them can it's the loneliness, it is the missing people, it is uh, social interaction, so so in this event you've got a team of four, so that's great because you can always help each other, encourage each other, and I'd love to read about, you know, what that looks like and how that works, you know, what the real dynamics of these teams are, you had a twins from India, these uh, young ladies, beautiful women, Strong, and they uh, team Kukuru, I think, and they they were doing their thing. So they would work together. So I'm into that shit. It was, what a great uh, little series! I think we got a few episodes left. The Kiwis have won it, and after them, the Canadian team came in, and but just prior to that, the Kiwis. They had such a lead on everybody. They're taking their dugout or canoe with the outrigger on it and paddling across, and the thing just died on them. Started to fall apart and sank. They had an issue at May Day, and thankfully the race team came out and gave them a different boat. And they still won, which we're glad because they just they're just freaking next level, you know fast, you know, not, not eat, not, uh, yeah, sacrifices being made here, they're not, um, sleeping, sleeping like an hour, uh, to, for somebody to push themselves like that in order to win a race, I think it was a hundred thousand dollars, so 25,000 a piece, minus taxes, and all the bullshit, I mean, hopefully they got some good sponsors, because they deserve them, so I'll be following these these racers, particularly the Kiwi team, because they're really incredible. Incredible what the human being can do, and we, we stick together, you know. Conversely, I, I meant to say, you know, if somebody falls out, somebody gets hypothermic, if somebody rolls an ankle, hurts themselves bad, 
and they can't continue anymore. The team can't continue. So that's it. Team of four. If if somebody, one of your team members is out and can't compete, then the rest of the entire team is done. And so that really tugs on your heartstrings and makes you wonder, wow, you know, this is this is crazy to for a team to go so far and to be so exhausted. And to still you know, come home with the win, still be able to compete. It's, it's an excellent illustration of human endurance, and I recommend you guys consider this show. Uh, the hardest race ever, or the, the, the world's hardest race, I think they call it. It's the Eco Challenge. Talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Huh! <laughs>